hello everyone i'm very very delighted to introduce our guest mr sanjay jasrani uh, sanjay is the founder of uh, gonath ventures and is also the ceo uh, gonath ventures is a angel investment and advisory firm that's focused on investing in and mentoring startups it also provides that strategy inputs to high growth early stage companies and uh, he's also part of our 50k network prior to this he was with hitashi and uh, sir at a very senior uh, leadership cadre so i'd like uh, sanjay sir to take a minute more and just introduce about himself sure good to be here uh, sneha and uh, yes i've been part of 50k from a very long time almost since inception so quick uh, two minutes to add about myself uh, i've been in hyderabad all my life uh, i was part of a startup story a company called sierra atlantic i joined them when we were 100k in revenue and i left when we were 100 million dollar in revenue so it was a whale of a experience a startup experience and as i came out of corporate uh, that's the reason i thought i should go back to startup ecosystem and try to share my experience with young startups as they were coming out so that's why i'm here sneha happy to be here thank you so much sir so what was the transition like from uh, you know corporate to the angel investment journey as such what was like the shift in mindset or your journey as such sure sure good question so with sierra atlantic i was the cfo uh, i was with uh, the company for 17 years i had a wonderful opportunity to grow with the company take the company public we were listed in india on nse and bse took it back to private grew the company when we were acquired by hitachi this acquisition happened at the end of 2010 post the acquisition i got an opportunity to stay on as the ceo of the acquired india entity and we were the global development center for hitachi consulting worldwide so i spent 3 years as a part of a large hitachi group which is a 100 billion dollar group so from an entrepreneurial sierra atlantic to a large hitachi group itself was a great transition a great learning and then but between the two i always preferred the entrepreneurial part of what we were in sierra atlantic because yeah. we had an opportunity to do things which were differently there wasn't that much received wisdom as i like to call it when you are part of a large entity a lot of wisdom is received to you you don't have opportunity to do things which you feel are the best for what is to be done so that's the reason i thought i would love to go back to the startup ecosystem so on 1st january 2014 i came out of corporate i was back to just being sanjay jasrani that's it and that's how i started my angel investing journey sneha yeah sure so that's been quite a illustrative journey as such for all of us so could you tell us if uh, go not ventures focuses on certain sectors and if yes then why sure so firstly to clarify go not is my proprietary fund uh i have taken out a part of my portfolio which i have dedicated to startup investing so it's just me go north is a one person entity it's my personal fund okay uh the second part is uh, i really believe that early stage investing is nurture investing as an angel uh, you have to be prepared to invest to be patient to mentor and to be there for the startup founder throughout that journey and i always tell my startup founders that 
it takes a minimum of 10 to 15 years for a journey to be successful i worry that a lot of founders who are launching nowadays have a romantic notion that you can start off with an idea you will get funded in next 2 years you'll get series a and in 5 years you'll get acquired by some large company for a billion dollars unfortunately it happens maybe once or twice in a million cases but the others is a long haul a startup is a business like any other business right so having said that to your question on sectors i am actually sector agnostic uh, but by serendipity i have been focused on healthcare quite a bit uh, i sit on the board of a hospital here in hyderabad which is a cardiac specialty hospital so in my advisory capacity i have had exposure to healthcare and that gives me opportunities to connect many of my startups into a hospital which is a good sort of food chain right because a lot of startups especially in healthcare need data they need to be able to make a difference so healthcare is one of the areas i have focused on i have gone into consumer i have done investments in a social impact startup called sahas out of bangalore a woman founder wilma rodrigues she is an amazing lady and she is doing great too so i have gone across sectors uh, really i've done a drone startup out of bangalore also i've in total done about 18 investments so far i invest uh, through a network called the indian angel network and i invest directly uh, because i've been around it's been almost 6 years now sneha i get a lot of interest inbound a lot of people reach out to me all the time incidentally i must mention i am on the board of triple it hyderabad's center for entrepreneurship cie which is really focused on deep tech ventures so that's another area where i get automatic exposure to a lot of deep tech ventures who are working in ai ml computer vision vr ar so it's for me as an angel it's a continuous learning journey i'm learning something new every day sneha back to you that's quite interesting sir and then you just mentioned about how you work with startups in their growth right so i just want to understand a little bit more about what's your role as an investor in early stage startup sure sure so uh, like i said it's really nurture capital so whether i have invested or not invested i mentor a bunch of startups now i come from a finance and strategy background as i shared with you so in many ways finance is a horizontal and that is the reason i am not restricted to a particular sector so whether it is the drone startup or a healthcare startup or a consumer facing you know b2c app right i am able to help my startup founders firstly at the inception stage to help them think through the business plan one of the fundamental aspects i believe sneha is that a lot of founders do not spend enough time at the setup stage the setup stage is important because it's not just the idea right you have to think through you have to bring your business experience to the business problem which you are solving then as you make your business plan it's not a spreadsheet which you create for your investor a business plan is an active mirror which is helping you think through the steps of what is the investment you will need how will you deploy that just to jump into an example a lot of startups are good at understanding the capital spend required but they miss out on for example that a b2c every 
customer you acquire can cost you ten dollars per customer acquisition. I meet a startup which says, "Oh, you know what, sir? I'm going the WhatsApp way. I'm going to be free. I will acquire customers, and then I'll go for funding, right?" But if you have to acquire a hundred thousand customers, each customer will cost you ten dollars. You will blow up a million dollars to acquire a hundred thousand customers. If you have underestimated that, and that is the biggest issue I see in the high mortality rate in startups, because founders launch with certain ideas and certain perception of what's the money they require, but they vastly underestimate. what is going to take to get to the first point from which you can begin to take off so to your question i believe that my background in finance and business helps me to sit with the founders and challenge them in a positive manner in a constructive manner thereby enabling them to think through properly about what at each step of their journey they are going to require sneha so that's one aspect i look at i also enjoy connecting these startups into a lot of my network as you would imagine i've been 30 years in the corporate uh, you know circles i'm an active golf player i'm active in the thai uh, community also so i do have a whole series of close friends whom i can reach out over a call and tell them here is a startup which i feel could add lot of value to you can you meet them for half an hour in the next few days you know that cuts the chase neha because a lot of startups as they begin to go to market they end up getting lost in the layers of decision before they reach a right decision maker i'm sometimes able to help a startup reach the decision maker they give him a fair hearing if it's good they may put them on to the next level if it's not good enough pass but it saves them a lot of time and energy neha so almost every aspect to answer your question i can be a support at various layers of the business requirement but i don't like to impose what i can do for them i'm there as a active sounding board for most of them sneha practically sure sir i mean the entire process sounds very very immersive and i see that you're hand holding them through steps wherever they need uh, so just to move on right uh, you you were also one of the you know earliest investors in startups so to speak at least for hyderabad yeah. so how do you think the entire ecosystem has grown yeah yeah no great question i, I think uh, you know over the six year period which i have seen uh, i see a lot of maturity has emerged among the startups i see the quality of founders who are now coming out and starting has changed it's not that the early startup founders were not of high quality but it's just that there is so much of learning which has entered the system right uh, i myself have learned so much as an angel also i am a i am a more you know informed angel now sneha but one of the things i like to mention here sneha is that when you compare the indian ecosystem with the us ecosystem for example right the silicon valley which is a you know it's a mecca of uh, software uh, ecosystems uh, startup ecosystems the valley system is 30 years now so i sometimes tell my startup founders not to get frustrated if they face difficulty in raising capital or convincing investors one of the things i have seen consistent in the last 6 years is most startups actually have to 
spend a lot of their time in the fundraising cycle right of course some of that is also changing but the point i'm trying to make about this six years is now over the last couple of years a lot of exits have happened in the ecosystem so very early on but founders of successful startups early angels who made exits are investing profits so when you invest profits your propensity to take risk is that much higher sneha okay so in the valley when you see for the same type of a pitch a valley investor may cut a million dollar check an india investor may cut a 100k check so there is a 10x uh, increase in terms of the heavy lifting required for an indian investor pitching to an indian ecosystem and the reason is that people are still investing their first round of funding and that's the part right the second part if i were to look at sneha is that the good part is i see in the last 3 to 4 years a lot of corporate uh, people right uh, senior people mid management people have now chosen to come out and start up so i must share this with you i have nothing against young founders or early stage startups but i believe and data is there to back that that an average age of a successful entrepreneur is closer to 35 to 40 than to 22 to 23 okay so if you are starting off just post college be prepared that that startup will be a learning startup it may or may not go the whole way and that is another trend which i see as a positive trend in the last 6 years i tell my young founders that no harm in working in a startup if you are passionate that's wonderful i'm really happy but work in a startup in an industry where you want to start up take a 2 to 3 year experience because a founder's journey is very lonely a founder has to learn every aspect of the business right i always you know let me mention this here a founding team ideally should have complementary founders not from the same class not from the same discipline right three pillars is what i believe in one is the technology pillar the operations pillar and the go to market pillar so if a startup team has people from each of these three pillars the chances of success dramatically improve and that's another trend i'm beginning to see now sir active that's quite interesting sir also that a lot of these founders are becoming second and third time founders so yeah. we're also learning through the cycle so that's quite an interesting take and also just to touch upon a little bit about market right right now the market is quite volatile and the mantra of companies from focusing on growth has kind of shifted to you know profitability and survivability what do you right. think the impact of this would be yeah that's very true uh, sneha and let me mention here you know i may sound a little traditional and old fashion but i always tell my startups that you have to look at sooner than later getting to a unit economics where you can be profitable right yeah. because unless you are so large that you can be in a top 3 in a sector in a country like india where you will find large vcs are willing to fund you endlessly right you take udan for example they mm-hmm. raised a 500 million dollar round social e-commerce okay the founders were among the first 10 employees of flipkart 
they had that pedigree they were addressing a huge market and the vcs decided that this market has a huge scope here is a set a team which has done this scaling let's give them enough money to last for 10 years so they funded them like that but unfortunately most startups don't have that luxury so ideally the way i look at it sneha is that most startups should figure a way where they can bootstrap with about a crore to 2 crore right they should within the first 12 to 18 months be able to raise about a million dollars diluting about 15 to 20% of their equity use that to get to a stage where you can raise about 5 million for another about 15 to 20% equity but by the time you reach series a slash b you should still be holding at least 50% of your equity and you should have been close to turning profitable again profitability in some areas may be difficult if you are more b2c but b2b profitability is you know much more possible but to your point covid and what has happened in the last 6 months has shaken a lot of businesses not just startups but huge 30 40 year oak trees have been shaken so what can saplings do right but the point is coming back to that whether you are a startup or you are a you know social impact company or an ngo sustainability whatever you do has to be achieving self sufficiency sooner than later either in 12 months 18 months or 30 months you cannot say for the next 7 years i will continue to make losses and i will find somebody to fund me now that perspective has come as a cold reality for a lot of people so a lot of startups have not survived but a lot of startups are pivoting a lot of startups i really you know i i suggest a lot of startups to look at mergers to look at maybe strategic tie ups with corporates but write this process but to your point and that's a good question my personal belief has always been that if you are starting up you should have a path to profitability i said this on day 1 of my 6 years i say this again a large vcs are saying it now but personally from my finance background i've always uh, you know stood by that requirement yeah sure sir i mean also another aspect of market i'd like to touch upon one is that we're noticing that a lot of you know ai based companies are receiving a lot of funding you know i mean cb insights goes on to say that uh, even from 2018 to 2019 at least you know a 30 40% jump was there in the number of deals so do you think this trend would continue in the near future yeah yeah now is a great point uh, sneha so let me take an example right uh, see i think we as investors the vc industry also tends to you know over dramatize certain trends okay unfortunately and this is a fundamental belief which i have is that a lot of vcs today are working in a herd mentality they go by certain trends right a lot of vcs invest in a group so there's a scratch you scratch my back i scratch yours right so if i'm a vc if i find a good company i'm investing three more vcs will come along with me likewise the others but unfortunately what is happening is people are diluting their basic research people are diluting their scouting for the real diamonds in the dust having said this i come to ai 
yes there is a strong trend of ai investing but one looks at and i'll take an healthcare example right you can have a startup which is focused on an ai solution around healthcare it could be uh, let's say ai being applied to certain scans which are mri scans or they are you know lung scans ct scans in the covid period ct scans have become one of the important markers for covid right but the point the startup should never forget and i see this as a concern is again the startup founders come from the technology side but they need to have a domain co-founder or a domain expert who is full time and with them on the team because otherwise ai by itself is basically a technology they can be machine learning right but the data set which you have to feed in the nuances which you have to bring in are so important right so if you look at world over there is a talk that ai has been built on a very male centric view right okay. that to a white male centric view so whether it is computer vision for autonomous cars whether it is health markers right they are all built on a certain silicon valley mindset i feel that needs to change so yes as a trend ai allows you to scale solutions uh, dramatically ai may reduce the human error rates the human element of errors but i always am a strong believer of touch plus tech there is a proportion of touch and tech you cannot go 100% tech you cannot be 100% touch i believe the successful companies are those which are able to bring a right balance between touch and tech so that is my thought to ai also sneha yeah sure so i think that's like a mantra that people could apply across uh, technologies sure. so to just touch upon a little bit on uh, due diligence and you also spoke about how you know vcs or investors are going in a herd mentality Yeah. what do you think are a couple of red flags that you notice or what are a couple of things that stand out to you when you are evaluating a startup sure sure so one of the key components i look for in a startup sneha is one is the business problem itself i always feel that a lot of startups today which are launching uh, basically have some solution in mind and then they are taking the solution torch and searching for a problem to solve i think that's a little bit of a problem right again i have found that the startups which do really well come from founders who have worked for example if you look at in healthcare right i came across a very unusual startup called consure medical consure dealt with geriatric you know uh, incontinence fecal incontinence it's a very specialized line so geriatrics which means elders when they are bedridden due to a, a a fracture or a surgery right they are bedridden the whole aspect of fecal management becomes very important otherwise uh, they they tend to catch an infection and very often that leads to actually you know people passing away because it leads to complications so here was a founder who looked at that as a problem probably from personal experience he went to you know maybe a thousand of his friends got feedback looked at that and built an elegant solution 
he went to us got an fda approval on his solution and today they are a world class solution for this problem right so what i look for is how do people search for a right problem is that problem a scalable problem which is going to require you know a good solution do you have an elegant solution again uh, sneha i must mention here startups don't need to be intimidated by large competitors in fact i believe startups are nimble their radar can go much below and in today's world good customer service itself is a great differentiator you can compete against a multi billion dollar company if that company is arrogant and they have bad customer service you can easily break through and take away a lot of their customers if you are providing a good service you know at a right price you can break that away so that's not a problem for me i'm not looking for original ip only but i look for a set of founders who have the experience who have found a good problem to solve they have an elegant solution and they have thought through you know each component of how their journey is going to go sneha for me that is the important element yeah that was beautiful sir i mean i just like to conclude a little bit and i know that there are a lot of takeaways through the entire you know talk but could you just consolidate and tell about top 3 things that you want early stage founders to you know just think of sure sure uh, see number 1 is the problem like i said look for a good problem to solve and validate it not enough startups validate the problem right it's important to validate number 1 top requirement number 2 as you build your founding team look for complementary skill sets don't look for friends and family who will agree with you look for intelligent complementary friends who will question each other because the boiling is a part of your success factor number 3 try to estimate what type of a funding your business plan is going to require what i worry about sneha is out of the 95% of startups which die within the first 2 years of their launch almost 90% of them die not because of any other reason but because they have vastly underestimated what they are going to require if they estimate it right at least at the beginning foundationally they will look for a right type of a investor and find that person and move forward so eventually a lot of entrepreneurs fail because of a variety of factors but can you minimize those so those are my top 3 sneha yeah sure sir thank you so much it was an absolute pleasure having you with us today welcome sneha and like you said we're really really happy that we're hosting an event called the validation pitch and you're going to be one of our jury members sure. so we're extremely excited for that as well thank you so much sir happy to be here look forward take care sneha all the best thank you sir bye bye